Since the invention of fire, man has spun stories of gods and monsters. From a million years in the future, heavy metal presents Wonderwork. Don't you just hate it when you go on a mission with your boys and you get all shot to hell? And then none of you die? And then you have to explain it all to your girlfriend? Ugh, girlfriends are the worst. Anyway, back when Earth still existed, filmmaker George Romero gave us the ultimate zombie film with Night of the Living Dead. Now, his ne'er-do-well son, also named George Romero, continues the legendary mythos starting with this entry. This is Bluegrass. When I came to, Arlington Juarez were carrying me through the brush. Shook me up pretty bad. And I guess I wrangled my way out of their grip. What the fuck? Hey, look who's awake. Thought you'd never wake up, brother. Don't look down. Down? I'm on the ground, motherfucker. You all dropped my ass. Ah, good thing you're fine then. Yeah, don't worry about that hole in your gut. My darling Darlene, I wish I was writing to tell you that I was coming home. Hell, I wish I was writing you from a damn hospital bed. And if I'm being honest... I wish I wasn't writing you this letter at all. I wish I was with you and holding you and kissing you. But I guess that ain't gonna happen now. Truth is, I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen at this point. This whole damn war is hell with no way out. And there ain't nobody here actually talks about this stuff with each other. Of course, I don't think anybody but me, Arlington, Curson, and Juarez could talk to anybody but each other about this one. And none of us are real big on chatter, you know. That's why I'm writing you. You're the only person ever got me to talk. I mean, really talk about anything at all. I know you can't talk back right now, but I'm gonna pretend you you are because I gotta be honest and tell you that I'm I'm real scared right now can't really talk about that with the boys either bad luck and all that but something happened this time out I don't mean the normal stuff or what we call normal after being in, in country this long anyway I mean something else happened different and, and I'm seeing things now and those things ain't making a lick of sense. I guess I should start at the beginning of this one. And really, I don't know if you'll ever see this letter. In fact, you probably won't. So even though this one was top secret, I'm just going to spill it all out. Me and Carson were playing cards in the big pen. Arlington was talking to his gun like he, like he does, and Juarez was playing with a Super 8 camera his girl sent him when our CO walked in and told us we were heading out. 
We were going to be the first four to link up with the South Vietnam unit. We were supposed to be the first joint special forces long range reconnaissance unit ever. Who better to send than us, right? The four horsemen. We got this. Easy. CO told us. Got a special one for you, boys. You're going north. Far north. Got some work for you against the NVC. Teaming you with some ARVN boys for some long-range recon. Kirsten's always been the wise-ass, but you know that. Sounds kind of like a bullshit babysitting job, sir. Is that so, Kirsten? Well, maybe I can change your mind about that. Gee, that'd be swell, sir. Shut your mouth before I smack that smug right out of you, son. The CO always had a way of letting us know when joke time was over, and we always listened. He was the meanest bitch in all Vietnam. You boys are heading out tonight. Need you to get a head start. You remember me telling you about Kirsten and Juarez, Darlene? Hmm? They always think they're one step ahead of the CO. Most times are wrong. This time, though, I'm pretty sure at least one of them was right. Hell, maybe they both were. Here it comes. Juarez, you think you know the score? All I know is we're winning. <laughs> like always. We all had a good laugh at that one. Listen up, fellas. This one's a tightrope. Your link up with the ARVN is a cover. You're going to deviate from your course 25 clicks south of Quezon, where you'll head 15 clicks east. There you're going to find an NVC camp that's holding some of our boys as prisoners of war and you will not engage with them. I will say that again for the slow ones in the room. He means you guys. I got some jokes in sometimes, too. Even the CO chuckled at the one, well, before he yelled at us again. I mean, all of you dumb motherfuckers. Now you will not engage with the enemy at this camp. You are to recon the area. And since Uncle Sam was nice enough to let you keep that Super 8 your Sally sent you, put it to work. Report to supply and get you a rig to mount that bad boy on your loadout. And remember, that film is now the property of Uncle Sam, so do me a fucking favor and turn it into the CO when you get to your final. Might be the only thing to get Central off its ass and realize we got boys out there need to be brought home. Arlington's always been the smartest out of all of us. That's why he's always running the missions and planning things with the CO. Pretty sure he always knows more than all of us. Nah, uh, whose paperwork we doing, boss? That's when the CO got real weird. Kind of like Arlington hit a nerve or something with him. Cute, Arlington. Get your asses to supply and collect your gear and rations and get humping by nightfall or you're gonna miss your timeline. Anyway... I'm gonna skip some parts because mostly we were just goofing on each other, you know, humping through the jungle all night long. That means walking, by the way, Darlene. That's when Arlington told us we were at the fork. That's what we call when we gotta split off a mission. And Arlington's always the one with the map because he's the only one who passed map and compass back in basic. <laughs> Gents, it's this way from here. Well, don't that look like some bullshit? Everything's always bullshit to Carson. That's the thickest jungle I've seen since I got here. CO says we go this way? 
We go this way. Darlene, darling, darling. I'm telling you right now, this is when I started to get that feeling. Right then. Should have said something, but the horsemen don't do that. The horsemen just do, and we don't fail. Ever. Anyway, I guess it was a couple hours later when we got to the hill over the camp. Juarez was on the glass, as binoculars, and calling out what he saw. The camp seemed quiet. Didn't see anything that looked like cages or cells. And he damn sure didn't see anybody looking like U.S. soldiers. I'm telling you, boys, there ain't nothing going on down there. Just some random Charlie patrolling the dead corners of the camp and cooks making chow by the mess hall. Looks like they're cooking for a gang of them, though. Seal wouldn't send us here early and off the books if you didn't have good intel. He is an asshole, but he never sent us anywhere on bad intel. Makes him better than just about every other CO in the country in my book. Outside of you three motherfuckers, he's about the only other man I trust. He says something's there, something's there. Keep looking. Juarez didn't like anyone making him look stupid. That's when he threw the glass at me and told me to recon the camp while he loaded film in the Super 8. That's when I saw the reason we're here. Juarez, you're a real dumbass, you know that? What the fuck you say to me? You want to load these cameras? They don't teach us this shit in basic, you know? I ain't talking about the camera, man. Aren't you? We got POWs for sure, brother. Where? They ain't patrolling dead spots at the camp. See those square patches down there? I bet you a cool fin, they're POWs down there. They got them in tits? Best place to hide them, don't you think? That's when Arlington's brain kicked in. We were all jealous of that man's brain. It's like he could always see how the mission was going to end before it started. I think that might be what had me so shook up till then. Then it was like lightning in a bottle. And he had a plan. Even told us about him and the CEO's chat just before we headed out. That's them. That's our boys. Rest up. We're going in at Chow. Going in? Thought we were taking pretty pictures. CEO pulled me to the side back at base. He said we'd get a shot at our boys. we take it. Those dirty motherfuckers down there doing God knows what to our boys. CO don't want us leaving them there any more than we want to leave them there. Arlington always got this look on his face right before we were about to unleash hell on the NBC. And Darlene, this time was no different. He didn't ever have to say a word. He just got that look. That one I told you about before. We knew what was coming. We wouldn't have flying fuck am I loading these goddamn cameras for then? Load them up. I ain't never got to play with one of them movie cameras before. Seems like saving our boys might be good a reason as any to give it a whack. Sides, ain't but a half dozen Charlie down there. Boys, hunker down. Eat something, gear check, dump the ballast. We're going in late. Brother, this is going to be a walk in the park. I don't want to come back up here after we wipe this place off the map to get my shit. I said we're going in light. They got our boys in pits hid under that brush. Ain't none tell them what else they got hid down there. Rust up now. We go at chow. We all did what he said. I dug in under some bamboo and Darlene. I must have ate about six MREs. That's our meals ready to eat packs. I felt like I didn't eat for a week. Fell asleep right after two. 
That was the best sleep I had since I got here, too. Hmm. Funny part is that you don't ever realize when you go to sleep or wake up that it's going to be the last time you ever go to sleep or wake up again. Anyway, it was already dark when Arlington rustled me. Kirsten was already rustled, but Juarez took me shaking him like he was in an earthquake to get him to stir. Soon as he realized where he was, though, he was up and ready to go. Arlington was ready on the glass. What? Stop it, motherfucker! Man, get your ass up. We got Charlie to kill and our boys to get out of there. Hell yeah. Let's get some, gents. See that, boys? Whole lot more of them come out of the tree line when it's time to chow. We didn't even need the glass to see. Must have been close to 60 of them down there. Of course, Kirsten and Juarez couldn't wait. Fuck yeah! Get me down there, boss! I'm gonna tear them apart! I'm going for that one right there first. I'm gonna rip his arm off and beat him with it! Darlene, I have to tell you, this is about the time things got real bad. At least what I can remember. I mean, we always talked a lot of shit before a raid, you know, to get each other psyched up for what we had to do. But this felt different. They sounded like animals, and I was starting to feel it too. I don't know what it was, but I just assumed it was because it was our first time going in to get our own boys out. Felt extra close to home or something. Felt like I wanted to kill for the first time since I've been here. I don't know. It didn't feel right. I never knew. I never knew any of us could do what came next. At least, I think it was us what did it. Thing is, it didn't feel like it was really even me doing it. Something took over. Not just me, neither. I know I sound crazy right now, but Kirsten had that Super 8 he took from Juarez strapped on and running before we even headed down the hill. So maybe one day, someone will see what what happened. Maybe one day, I'll remember what happened. Last thing I remember is moving into position in the tree line just outside the mess tent. Everything got real loud. What I mean is, we're all dead quiet. Only sounds were plates and cups clanking and the chewing. The NBC chewing their food got so loud, Darlene. I must have been 50 yards out and all I can hear with Charlie chewing their chow. It sounded like a dinner bell or something to me. The closer it got to showtime, the louder the chewing got and the louder everything got. Except I could hear what I wanted to or something. I, I swear, Darlene, I, I could hear the bugs in the jungle. I could hear the snakes in the trees. And I could hear the fear, Darlene. Only way I know how to say it. I remember looking at my watch and counting down to go. I was still about 10 seconds out and that's when all hell broke loose. Arlington smashed into the mess tent and I started running. Felt like I, I was running faster than I ever did before and I felt like I must have crossed 50 yards in about three seconds. 
I watch Juarez run up to a chopper sitting in the camp and rip the back prop off on his way to the mess tent. He barely slowed down. I got in that mess tent and at least 10 of them are dead already. Dead, Darlene. Not just dead though. They were in pieces. Juarez ripped through the side of the tent, swinging that propeller. I just saw body parts flying. Everything was so loud, so focused. I could hear him coming towards me before I seen him. I knew right where to swing. Darlene, we were ripping them apart. It was chaos mixed with hell. And we were the devil. That's when it all went blank. When I came to, Arlington and Juarez were carrying me through the brush. Shook me up pretty bad, I guess. I wrangled my way out of their grip. What the fuck? Hey, look who's awake. Thought you'd never wake up, brother. Don't look down. Down? I'm on the ground, motherfucker. You all dropped my ass. Uh, good thing you're fine then. Yeah, don't worry about that hole in your gut. Darlene, I took a, well, I took a round in my gut. Problem is that it was big. Must have been a 12 gauge or something. A slug, maybe. What the fuck? Ah, oh, my fucking gut. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, you keep saying that. What the fuck? What the fuck? Where's the pain? Change the record, man. You're good. What happened? Uh, not sure, brother. It wasn't good, though. POWs? Now that's the bad motherfucker I know. Hole in his gut the size of Kentucky, and he asks about the POWs. Pits are empty. No POW anywhere. Camp's destroyed, and all those Charlie are dead. Pretty sure I filmed it, though. Got the Super 8 right here. That's when it all hit me like a freight train, Darlene. Kirsten was hit, too. So was Juarez. They both got bullet holes all over their chests. And Arlington took it worse than me. He had three holes straight through his face. He looks like one of them even tore half his jaw off, too. Darlene, I don't know what the hell happened to us out there. Darling, even as I'm writing you this letter, I'm still convinced. I'm not just seeing things. We're all okay. We're all talking. We're all walking like we walked out of there without a scratch. But when I look at the others, all I can see is blood, holes, and wounds. Arlington and Kirsten started in on me, trying to get me calm again. Bluegrass, you gotta pull yourself together, brother. It is what it is. We all see it, but we all still walking and talking. We all still got work to do. I don't feel it. I don't feel this giant fucking hole in my gut. No pain? What the fuck? Yeah, man. It's fucking great. Now pull your pants up and get your shit together. We got more to do. More to do? How the fuck you guys ain't over the edge about this? We got a war to win, and you falling apart ain't helping. I know you're freaked out. So are we. You were out for a few hours, so maybe we all just came to terms with shit faster. Or maybe it had to with this. That's when Arlington pulled out his sidearm and shot me in the chest, Darlene. I'm not kidding you. He shot me right in the chest. And all it did was make me mad. I went after him 
Noir's grabbed me. What the fuck, man? You shot me? You fucking shot me? What the fuck? Bluegrass! Bluegrass! Look! Look! You're fine, man! I was. I was fine. I had a huge hole in my gut and a brand new one in my chest. But I was fine. Arlington put another round into Juarez and one into Curson. They all started laughing. That's when Arlington put one into his own chest and laughed at himself. <laughs> Darlene. Darling, Darlene. You are the love of my life. And the thought of you is the only thing that has given me strength to get through this war up until this point. Fact is, though, that it looks like you won't be seeing me again. And even though you will probably get some cover story along with a flag delivered to you sometime pretty soon, I wanted to put the truth about what happened into this letter. I'm changing, Darlene. We all are. I don't know why, and I don't know how. I'm scared shitless. And I'm pretty sure the other guys are just as scared as me. But we got changed or killed or reborn or something. I hope you can live the life you deserve. And I hope you won't spend your days sad about me, darling, Darlene. I know you probably never see this letter. God knows I got no way to get it to you. I'm going to leave it with the Super 8 in the bottom of this tree I'm sitting on writing this. I hope it finds its way to you one day. Maybe one of them POWs will find and bring it to you. Maybe they got out. I'd like to think they did. Maybe they'll tell the story. I have to go now. The guys are calling me and we gotta go towards something else. I don't know what it is, but we all feel it. And we got a war to fight. I love you so much, my darling Darlene. But please don't be sad. Please don't think of me as dead. And with the things I can smell that are coming and the things I'm afraid I'm going to do. Please don't think of me. Bluegrass.